serious and adult conversation. Well, Sean, good morning, buddy. Good morning, Brett. <laughs> Here we are on the Lally Show. The Carver cast. Dude, you know how long we tried to get you on to the bad podcast? They never tried. And guess what? I saw how valuable this was and stole it for my own show. I think you're going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> I think I already am. Oh, you burn your tongue on her? Yeah, I'm a little bitch when it comes to drinking coffee. Coffee. Dude, yeah. it's funny. Once you like... Once you start drinking coffee all the time, like, suddenly it doesn't get hot anymore. Like, you love pizza, so, like, you could yeah. probably eat a burning hot pizza. Yeah, not a good idea, though. <laughs> I'd definitely regret it. <laughs> well, we're in beautiful Cape Cod. So, man, tell us why the Marines was a big bust. Why it was a big mistake. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I got there and I was in the deep end of a pool immediately with no sight of shore. The deep end? I'm kidding. That was <laughs> the deep end of a pool with no sight of shore. <laughs> Dude, yesterday when we were swimming in the water, that was crazy. Like how you were like disorienting me. Me? Oh, oh, when you were swimming around underwater. Yeah, that's not fun. When you're in the pool, do they do that shit with goggles on? Or are yeah. You... Okay. And there'll be people at the bottom that yoss you back under when you go up for air and stuff. Oh. Yeah. If they see, like, any signs of panic, they're going to make it four times worse for you immediately in the pool. <laughs> really? They want to induce that panic? Unless you're just such, like, a a dead fish in the water, they know you're just, like, barely hanging on, and you probably quit the next day. Then they'll leave you alone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, we need to keep him. We'll break him slowly but surely. Yeah, they're like, he's already broken in the pool. He's not going to want to. Oh, really? Just the... So you're in there for fucking multiple hours, so just the thought of... Him having to go back and like, you know, for the next fucking oh. four hours on Tuesday or Thursday or something would be a little much. And what, what was this training? Was this just Marines or was this for, for Marsoc? Yeah, it was for Marsoc. Damn. Yeah. And that shit's like not even as close to Navy SEAL level water training, right? Yeah, no. They like drown proof you in the, in the SEALs. Yeah, well, they're completely like a, a maritime unit. Maritime unit. Which is impressive because they perform just as well on land. Dude, yesterday when we were on that kayak, I was like, I don't know anything about the ocean or what I'm doing. I was like, I'm just floating on a log out here yeah, we acting like we I know what I'm doing. We weren't in that austere of an environment. I'm like, we're going to be fine. <laughs> like, we could, I'm like, just the distance we were offshore, I was confident, like, I could drag you back to shore if you needed to. <laughs> like, I could, but I was like, I really don't want to lose my flip-flops because I like these things. Yeah. And, uh. Probably also the kayak would have been a big deal. <laughs> Dude, because they sink, and then all of a sudden yeah. it just fills. Yep. Dude, I actually had a dream last night that we were on sea kayaks. And we could we flipped them, and then we just flipped them back. That thing was not flipping back. It would no. have filled with water and floated it's down. Yeah. It's, it becomes buoyant, like, four feet underwater. That still wouldn't have been fun. No, because you're just holding it. Oh, I was just imagining one person's up for air and the other swims down and pushes it a little underwater till we get oh, it 500 like a torpedo, just like, yeah. just kill a diver on shore. You know that big truck tire I got in my shed? Yep. We did this thing one time where they, it's all got random spray paint colors on it, the truck tire, and uh, they kick it into the deep end of the pool, and I forget if it was three or four people, but all, one person has to be on the tire at all times at the bottom of the pool. And then anyone else can cycle up for air as they want. But when you come down, you blow your air into the like the the well of the tire. 
So eventually it becomes buoyant and you push it to the surface. That's sick. Yeah, but it's so hard because one person, like, people start taking too long at the top getting air. Or all three people will be up for air and this one guy down the bottom freaks out, so... And then they'll reset it, kind of like shake all the air out of it. Or That's what they, they, wait, we're talking about the Marines? Yeah. And they reset it, they take all the air out when yeah. you don't, oh my god. Yeah, I don't, th- we never even fucking, they, sh- they like ended up showing us like, oh, this is how you do it and did it in like, I don't know, probably like eight minutes, but. Oh, a couple, got a couple professionals. Yeah. I was just like, this, it was the most ridiculous task. I'm like, this should not be this hard, but. Yeah. Someone's like, yeah, like, I'd rather spend, you know, 20 seconds catching my breasts up top and then. Yeah. Everyone does it, and people start talking like, "Oh, maybe we should do it in this order." Then, and then the guy down the bottom is just like, "Yo, dying dips." <laughs> Dude, I can't hold my breath that long. Dude, I'm saying the task is that you're just constantly cycling. Like everyone's moving fast, just grabs a breath, goes down, drops it, comes back up, just kind of does that. So you're just like, just oxygen depleted enough that you can still function. But then people just like want to stay comfortable and catch the air at the yeah. top, and it makes it so hard on the team. Dude, what do you think about that Hoff idea of, like, storing up oxygen by breathing a bunch before going on? Or do you think it's just, like, a couple no, of breaths? No, it's, like, front-loading oxygen. I think you can do it. Think so? Like, uh, they tell you when you go there in the pool, you can't purge air. So, like, you do underwaters where you swim, like, across the pool underwater. And uh, you can't blow all the spent oxygen out by, like, blowing continuously for a minute and then sucking in just a big breath of fresh air once or twice, like... That's what you can't do that, you yeah, said? Yeah, you can't. So how do you actually do it? No, you just, just go on, like, half a tank of oxygen and already used oxygen is kind of how they make you do it there. But it would be more advantageous for you when you're in line just to blow all your air out and suck in a new breath. Mm. Like, that's how... Uh, what's the magician, not Chris Angel, the one that actually... Not actually does magic tricks, but gives the illusion that he really does them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that TV guy. Blaine? Yeah, David Blaine. Yeah. So he did... And you can watch it, or maybe it was an article I read. He talks about how for... He's like the longest pure oxygen assisted, so he breathed it out of a tank and then held his breath underwater. I think he did for like just under 20 minutes or something. Oh my god! Yeah, but he was at first... He spends all his time thinking about how he can cheat the trick first. Like he was going to have them intravenously put oxygen in his blood but that's just way too fucking complicated so he couldn't do that couldn't water get in there too yeah there's just like the fucking the methods to his madness were just too fucking insane they're like yeah we're not doing that and like he has to go through his insurance companies for all these tricks and they're like no not gonna happen there (laughs) so he ended up just practicing holding his breath where he'd do like that purge technique I was talking about for like hours at a time you just be like yeah i just killed brain cells like i would just get so dizzy and have such bad headaches at the end but in the end he was able to like get and find peace within that pain and hang down there for 19 minutes on well i can't imagine what it's like but yeah dude two minutes on a minute under there it's funny because i can hold my breath so much longer on land than under the water like as soon as i add the water element i'm like oh shit if i fucking yeah i think it's just a different different reflex on your body your body has a different sensory input yeah I think if you were going to practice on land, if you didn't have access to water, you'd probably hold your breath and do sprints or hold your breath and see how far you could walk. Mm. So that's hard. Sometimes this song comes on the radio. I can't remember what it is, but whenever it comes on the radio, I hold my breath and drive to it. It's like really? Two, it's like two, <laughs> and just a half, floor it. two and a half minutes. <laughs> Shit, you're not... Uh, you turned down the street the other day with me. You kind of take that... Uh, 
turn down it's like a pretty empty side street right before you hit the split and go to my house yeah summit street might be yeah and i just remember one time i was like dude i'm about half a second away from passing out so i was just like slowly breaking i'm like i'm just gonna yoss the sea break if i need to but the song <laughs> the song ended <laughs> dude i used to do that shit when i cross past um cemeteries someone told me when i was young they're like if you hold your breath you'll live longer when you go across cemeteries jeez never done that shit I don't, that would be if, I'll put that in my notes right now to see if I can make it from one end of the cemetery at my house to the other on a breath hold. <laughs> it's probably like four or five hundred yards. Wow. In a car? No, I can do that in a car. I mean like on foot or something. You know? <laughs> crawling. <laughs> Army crawling. Yeah, that's always awesome, been awesome to have as a kid because we could ride bikes over there and do shoot up heroin. Yeah, fucking anything. Anal. Fucking <laughs> shoot warm brewskis. Smoke menthols. We still gotta get you addicted to cigarettes, yeah. dude. Nothing matters, man. Yeah, I escaped the Marines without ever having dipped. So. Ooh. Yeah. People, I feel like people go hardcore in there. Mhm. Got a bunch of kids from the south. I'm a straight shooter. I'm from Texas. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a straight shooter. Fucking fattest lip you can imagine, like. Oh. How about when Rogan swallowed two of them in one episode? Ew, really? Yeah, he's like, because he just did it with, it was with Cowboy. Oh, okay, I've seen that one. And then he's just like, dude, it's gone. He's like, I swallowed it. Cowboy's talking about how he beefed dudes at a marina and they had mad guns in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Cop's like, yeah, you can't do that. (laughs) Dude, that guy's nuts. And he doesn't, he like, now he does like free diving and shit, like, or spearfishing or some shit. Yeah, he was talking, he does, that was one of the things that impressed me about him is he's pretty well-rounded. Like, he talked about how He's, like, real into diving. Like, him and his wife make their own tables for, like, some seriously deep fucking salvage dives and shit. I was like, damn. That shit's... Dude, down there, there's zero room for error. Yeah. None. And he was talking about making his... Like, this dude had definitely some mild CTE go, and he's, like, talking, like, yeah, I gotta mix air and nitrogen into the right... And like, Wait, what is CTE? <laughs> like, uh, fucking trauma to your brain from fighting. Oh. Yeah. Dude, we don't know that. That's something that we don't know. Like, kids playing football and shit like that. Like, yeah. I don't think the NFL wants you to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me, we got dude. Five steps ahead of all that shit. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we won't tell them for another decade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Milk that shit. There'll be documents that come out like they knew all about it and ignored it and probably actively tried to hide it and people just won't care. Giant class action lawsuit. Yeah. Anyone who's ever bought a football jersey. And it'll make the bottom line of fucking everyone who's ever bought a football jersey. <laughs> everyone who's ever gone to Patriots Place. Like, you went to Bass Pro Shops once. You got steak. Yeah. <laughs> that company. Yeah, dude, I think it was a dirty fucking trick how they convinced everyone whose shit got stolen by those major credit agencies and that fucking... That if... Yeah. If what they offered some fucking service... But if you took the service, you could not be part of the class yep. action lawsuit. And everyone was encouraged immediately to take yeah, it. Yeah, what was, was it? There was a um, fucking trick. <laughs> shit, because well, there, there was one of those credit lines. I forget the name. If, I think it started with an F. TransUnion. Was it TransUnion? I think it was uh, another one. I thought it started with an F. I don't remember exactly what it was. What I can't remember the third one, TransUnion Experian. And, uh, I don't remember what it is. But, um, yeah, it was like if you... You could you could log it. You could sign in log with your in, stuff and see your if you were the one. See if you got compromised. Yeah. And if you weren't, well, either way, by asking, you give up your right to any sort of lawsuit. 
-hmm. Like, fuck that. You're like, oh shit, they got me. Like, oh, well, <laughs> too bad I can't pursue anything. Yeah. In the military, they're like, yeah, our database got compromised. You can, uh, you can get six months of free identity theft coverage. I'm like, you've compromised all my information for life, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the next six months are on us. Yeah. Dude, that's ci cybersecurity is fucking necessary. But I feel like those motherfuckers who make the make the cybersecurity are simultaneously making viruses. Yeah. Like, how does if my my MacBook from what fucking 2011 cannot get the computer virus from the same website that my brother and sister's MacBook gets a virus from? Like, what in the fuck's going on? This shit's <laughs> brand new. You got that old reliable. Yeah, man. seriously though. Yeah, it's. I wish I had an answer for why the fuck that shit happened. I think I do. Why? Steve, I saw Steve Jobs' middle name was either Blow or Hand. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> and you won't hear about it for years. Foot. <laughs> Foot Jobs. <laughs> Steve. It is a good company, man. Every time I hear the name Steve... Think of Steve Jarisi, the fat sheriff from True Detective, which just reminds me you gotta watch the show. Dude, I ha it's a sh oh, I thought it was a movie. No, it's a show. It's like six episodes. It's an HBO miniseries. I actually have it on a hard drive at my house. Wow. If you want it for your MacBook? Drop it. It comes dude. with a complimentary virus. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I'll keep, I think I'll pass on that. One. That was a joke. I well, got it from the <coughs> I got it from the pirate. The pirate. The the pirates cove. Some guy at Pirates Cove is like, I'll sell it to you on Blu-ray cheap. I'm like, okay. He's like, here we go. I'm a licensed dealer of this. Yeah, seriously. He was a true detective connoisseur. What were you doing, mini golf? Yeah, I was doing mini golf. Dude, putt, 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 palace and all that. People you know? who fucking come down here, all the tourists, are like, we'll do mini golf tonight. Nice cream. Well, I was definitely suggesting we go to Pirates Cove with my mom and dad like two days ago. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was playing air hockey with my little brother and sister. They're 18 now, but they're still my little brother and sister. I'm like, damn, why am I mad competitive with this? I'm like dripping sweat. Some Cain and Abel shit. Yeah, I'm like, I will kill you, Liam. Dude, how about that kid we saw yesterday who's like, like, we just walked by him. He's like, I'm so fucking high. He's like 13. He's like, drunk too. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even function at that point, so... <laughs> do you think this bridge they were like the stereotypical kids that hang around a skate park do you think this bridge is high enough to jump off of I'm like yeah but the water there's yeah. no way the water's even remotely deep there's a man standing at like waist deep water right there kid do not jump off the bridge yeah high enough yes <laughs> water's deep enough no that's what I always say about the Neponset River Bridge. Like, is it high enough and the water's deep enough? Yeah, but I think you are going to fucking go so deep in the water, you're going to get stuck in the mucky fucking water oh. up to your waist and die. Whoa. A horrible death. Damn. Got to jump in with Or a... you're going to hit a shopping cart or some kind of submerged thing's <laughs> going to rip your butt cheek off. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fucking Neponset sharks are coming out. <laughs> I don't know, man. That, that messed me up when that kid was like, like I was like, this kid is riding around on a bike, drunk and high, at 12 a.m., looking for a bridge to jump off. Like, where is this kid's parents? His 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 parents are <laughs> go outside. <laughs> Here's some menthols and a fucking tall boy. <laughs> Get out. Your mom and I want the place. 
Seriously. They're driving around in their in their big truck looking for them to jump off. <laughs> they put on some records, bump a few lines. Let's get it on. Yeah. We're gonna make another one of ya. <laughs> Dude, we talked about it briefly yesterday, but, like, coming back to civilianhood, like, I know since we got here, you've stabbed, like, three people, and yeah, it, two, it's two, two of my neighbors have gone missing, but... Yeah. They just kind of looked at me the wrong way, you know? <laughs> Shit in the military that would not be put up with. No, I'll say it. It's pretty... It, I wouldn't say it's, like, coming out of the joint, but that's the closest thing I can equate no it shit. to. It's pretty... It feels pretty fucking good to be an American in this country. Really? Yeah. And Not my president. Say what you want to who, <laughs> say what you want to who you want, you know? Yeah. Work uh work as much for as much money as you want. Yeah. Dude, I mean this country definitely has flaws, but like people way underlook all the benefits of this place. Dude, the amount of, and you said it, not my president, the amount of shit people talk about the president has just reached a fucking <laughs> bizarre. We had some dude in, in one of my Quincy College classes back in the day who was from China. And, like, dude ain't lived in China in 15 years, but would say something, like, half bad about China and then immediately, like, panically back away from it at a rapid speed. Really? Like, they're not communists. I'm like, what is this dude staunchly defending, you know? Like, yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are facts in an old-ass fucking history book, you know? Yeah. Dude, the fact that we can just shit-talk Trump till we're blue in the face. Like, whether you like him or not, like, the fact that you can say anything about him... Unless you're Alex Jones and start denying... He's a much more a reasonable dude than people give him credit for, too, because they're like, oh, Trump Trump will get on and bash you back on Twitter, but when someone like the mayor of Austin's like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna follow the federal law, yeah. it's like, that's when Trump should absolutely hammer the dude. No, no, no fucking funds for the state. Like, presidents in the past have done that. That's the reason why oh, yeah. everyone has to wear fucking seat belts or they got like pretty close to 21 drinking age across the United States stuff like that the argument to the contrary though is that like those things are like those those pieces are the 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 ability for him to do so is in place for so they can like check it and that it does so that like a unconstitutional order doesn't go through I could see that, but I just don't think any kind of illegal immigration is anything unconstitutional. Yeah. Dude, that's a tough one, man. Like, because, like, people like me, like, trust people, and I'm like, yeah, they'll, they'll let people in. But it, it's not that easy. And, like, dude, I actually heard an argument where they were saying, like, we're doing an injustice to other nations by taking, like, the cream off the top. By taking their, like, all their doctors and all their, like, Well, it's the same thing chemists. I think about... I think about Marshall because you took the best and brightest minds out of the infantry in the Marine Corps. Yeah. You know. So like you're someone who's a sergeant might, but might propel a fucking rifle company to victory. You know. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Like, do you want, do you want your like your skills atomized in an organization, or do you want it like spread out? At the same time, we're taking some people probably illegal immigrants who've got some heart, you know, to get across the border, but at the same time, you're taking some 
shitbag who knows a coyote and comes here with no vehicle insurance and hit and kills your mom or some some, some Somali who thinks he can stab people at the mall, you know, so. I feel that, man. Yeah, I'm... yeah what is it? I seen Britain took in some guy they rescued with a British warship from Libya when that shit was going under. It was like bombed people at the... Did he? Selena Gomez concert, or not Selena Gomez, uh... Heroin lady? No, not Demi Lovato. <laughs> I don't know, one of them. It was a bombing at a Disney con. She's like a Disney star. Montana? No. When was the last time she even had a concert? <laughs> this is like last year. She just shaves her head on stage. It's a performance piece. <laughs> Dude, quacked, Dude, man. Dude, remember when Britney like fucking snapped? I think she snapped a long time before that, and they were trying to reel her back in, and she's like, just became incontrollable. She's like, yo, you want to drug test me? I was like, you're not taking my money from me, and shaves her head. <laughs> I, was, I was on the verge of that yesterday. Shaving your head? Yeah. And getting, just putting all of it on my ass. Yeah, I think I'm very confrontational, and I was... I was on the verge of getting some goddamn answers yesterday. <laughs> Who has the answers? Who's got an answer for and me? The shirt is still fucking here. That was the only thing tethering me to reality. Is that Bree's friend had to come get her t-shirt and we were... And she never did. Yeah. Fucking girls, man. She's like, I need my shirt. Well, it'll be outside when you want to come get it. <laughs> <laughs> on, my friend. <laughs> The chances of Bria listening to your podcast are probably pretty slim, huh? Zero, dude. Zero. 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 Unless I walk in the, the room with my iPad and I'm like, just play. Uh, I have like 10, 15 seconds to like actually to hook her. Like the, <laughs> the yeah, left hook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get her with a right hook and then the, maybe hook her on the drugs. <laughs> Menthols. <laughs> and then hook her on my good content. <laughs> What if you're just trying to trash in you, though? Oh. Bria can't, Bria's like, sues me for rights to the Lally show. You'd have to get that in the prenup when you married her. Bria! <laughs> <laughs> that Dude. could be a good way to get this to take off. Guy who married Marry sister my has sister. a banging podcast. <laughs> Dude, what do you think about prenups? That's like... I feel like that's a hard conversation to have. Because it just, it like, a presupposition of it is that I don't fully trust you. No, nah, I think it's just consequences. What do you mean? Like when more. you take on a job, though, okay, if you do any of this stuff, you're going to get fucking terminated. You know the rules to a marriage. Here's exactly what you think you're going to get out of it if you start hoeing around or... Yeah, like, this is... This is the like it, it's a termination clause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you break the if you break this and you broke it and you're S O L. Yeah. I don't know. I seen a meme one time. It's like the first person to ever come up with marriage was a psycho mf -er. It's like <laughs> I love you so much. I'm gonna get the government involved in this shit. <laughs> you know? like, Dude, what do you think about how Jordan Peterson talks about how marriage like the fact that marriage is like coming apart and becoming easier and easier? To like destroy, like not destroy, but to like, it's easier and easier to get a divorce, and that's like a, actually a society-wide mistake, because then you don't actually have to deal with the problems. You can just like ditch on it, and like if you literally can't escape somebody, then you have no choice 
but to sit and fix those problems. But if you if divorce is in the back of your mind, you can just be like, fuck it, too much shit, moving on. Yeah, but at the same time, if they made divorce real hard, I'd just be like, yeah, I'm going to go get milk and cigarettes and then... <laughs> Never come home. Yeah. <laughs> milk and menthols. That's the old divorce way. I'm going to go get milk and cigarettes and you were... You know, you gained 20 pounds and were living at the end of the street and no one recognized you or something, you know? Oh, my fucking God. I think about that. The greatest disguise would probably just be get fat. Get fat. Yeah. You know? What if... At least one of these famous cases of someone's gone missing. They just got fat and moved two blocks over. Dude, I'd have a hard time. Yeah. I'd have to just eat pizza all day. Actually, I have a hard eat. time doing stuff where it's like a lot of cardio and stuff, and I go from, you know, 185 to like 165. I'm like, I'm dwindling away to nothing. <laughs> like, I'm becoming an amazing athlete. That shit, like, that cardio strength, though, underrated. Because, like, if you can just hang with the big boy for a little while. Oh, you're talking about your wrestling thing, yeah. Yeah, or, like, like have you ever seen that thing with McGregor versus, like... Nate Diaz. Nope. Um, um, the the wall and the mountain or something. The McGregor versus the wall. He's just listening to a Pink Floyd album. Just <laughs> McGregor versus the wall. Trump's like, you will pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> McGregor will pay for the wall. You're not from this country, right? <laughs> Must be Mexican. Yeah, he isn't from this country. Ireland. He was. He he did come from. Imagine that when he did his whole throwing fucking dollies and trash barrels through windows. He was in Ireland five hours earlier or some shit. He got drunk with his boys, flew over here to cause hood rat shit. He's such like a, a like a gang mentality. Not right. Man. Like seriously. He's got infinite money to blow too. Yeah. He's like, yeah, let's just go fly and vandalize some shit. I mean, in California, you know, dude, <laughs> wherever it was. Dude, Irish? It was New York, I think. Irish got that, they got strong pride, man. Like, that shit's, like, gone from a lot of different people, but the Irish fucking love being Irish. Yeah, you go over there and, like, Wellies is a brand name, Wellingtons. Yeah. <laughs> dude, like, it's even becoming bandwagon. What, Wellingtons? <laughs> no, no, oh. well, Beef Wellington, the third. Um, being Irish, like, look at, like, St. Paddy's Day. Yeah, people who aren't remotely just go, uh, I think that's such an American thing, though. We're just creating holidays for, like... Drinking. <laughs> yeah, college-age kids to enjoy. Like, when the fuck was Cinco de Mayo? It gets, every year, Cinco de Mayo gets more and more intense. Wait, what do they do for Cinco de Mayo in Boston? Fucking everybody. Have you not been on Instagram? Oh, it's Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Drinko. Yeah. I'm going to give out free blowjobs and salsa. <laughs> At the same time. Did this come from your house? I actually made that out of, no, out of a clay. No, you did not. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. You could, the only thing you'd probably make out of clay is a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Just make a, like a, a cast of my ass so it fits perfect. Yeah, I'd like to start making stuff, but what I said is... I don't have the tools. And I don't want to buy tools because that's an investment in me making stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want? What Like, ideally, what do you want to make? Like, babies? Uh, yeah. I just don't have the equipment to make them, you know? <laughs> Especially after a 20-egg omelet and however much cheese. <laughs> it's just not going to happen, like Uncle Mike said. <laughs> no, like, even me making a hatchet handle is hard because I need, like, old-school woodworking tools or... 
Me making a dude. Rack all he needs a Dremel. Basement. A Dremel. Use my Dremel. You can use it. I think I need one of those shave. I need a whatever it is that weird knife. The pull thing. saw or something. Whatever. You, pull knife. Nah. Yeah. Draw knife. Draw knife. Draw knife. I don't know. I could probably look up how to do it with a Dremel too, but. You can make me the first knife that I'll kill someone with. Ooh, I don't know if I can make a knife yet. I already had the hatchet head. That's why I know I can. I know I can make a handle for it. Yeah. I've looked on the internet. That's not that hard. Dude, you should make arrows. <sighs> yeah. That'd be sketch shooting it out of my bow though. Take down a a mama grizzly right, like shoot through her cub into the mama grizzly. Yeah. Were you reading that? That he's like, <laughs> I shoot fucking 1200 grain arrows and yeah. regularly have pass throughs on what the hell is he saying moose or yeah. elk huge animals like I saw what? it like pass through the whole like the, the like a, a elk he shot it like through the front chest and it was sticking out of the thing's ass you're lying I dude I swear oh. to god I was like oh my god I clicked on that dude's account it was not a troll account dude think about that hang time though think about how much like like, those things must shoot slow. Dude, that's what I'm thinking. Like, we shoot fucking out of a 65-pound bow. I don't know what my, what, yeah. what mine is done. Like, if Cam Haynes is fucking done wrapped weight with the head and everything in it, it's 650 grains out of an 80-pound bow. What kind of poundage do you have to shoot to shoot a 1,200-grain arrow at something? Seriously. Yeah. Dude, 80 pounds, and he just holds it back. Like, I, I want to have that be able to just he lock He just has him. a perfect setup for his bow, too, though. Like, I know. After they... In a weird way, it was easier for me to hold mine back when I first started shooting it, I think. Really? Than it was for me to do it the right and way. And Reedy fucked you up? Yeah. They fucked me up royally. No. I, I went in there and fucked one of my arrows away. Oh, <laughs> Into the wall? Dude, I'm still impressed, though, with me... Just guesstimating how much my arrow weighed and what kind of velocity I'd be getting off of it to even, like, come remotely close to dialing in the sight without ever shooting an arrow. So True, man. Yeah. Yeah, you literally just... We have your first shot recorded. Yeah, I uh, flinched a lot. Yeah. I, I don't think I have my first one recorded. Your first shot was a dry fire with your dad in the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, it was at Reedy's when I actually bought it. Yeah. Yeah, they sold that kit on a fourteen, sixteen hundred dollars setup within like the time we were goofing around. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I'll take it." <laughs> like in his DC shoes, like he's yeah. gonna be out there. Him and his twin brother <laughs> drinking yeah, Red Bulls. He's gonna take it, dude. I don't, I I love hunting, and it gets such a bad rap. Like it it's, it gets this rap of like people just shooting signs and drinking and killing deer at night and being just immoral, but. I don't know, like, there's, there's a lot of art to it, and, like, I think, like, when I paunched that deer last year, I was like, I was unfair to that deer, like, my skills are not sharpened to a point, and, like, this was, this was, I was immature doing this, like, because I should have been more prepared, and so this year, I'm gonna paunch two deer. <laughs> <laughs> with one shot though one shot. <laughs> That's how you got mad skills. <laughs> the stomach's a nice, soft, like area to go through no bone i'm gonna go for a headshot this year no i really i know you're really about the deer and i have deer in my backyard but i'd really like to go get turkeys like i said turkeys. i know they're all up in that woods and you said they're harder to hunt but i i, 
think I can finesse a turkey in those woods. We could do it. Because I got, like, some cami netting coming, too, and I think we put up some thin cami netting, and I practiced taking shots through the cami netting, so it's just walking up to a camouflaged wall, and I shoot it through True. That. That's kind of my strategy with that. But I just think pretty much the way I, like, I don't enjoy shooting until I'm really good with the setup. Mm. You know? Yeah. And then once you once you I don't have, have my I don't in. have my target. I don't have my target yet just cuz I'm waiting on the, like my stuff to get here and I would just probably shoot for f- fucking 8 10 hours straight till I get that thing figured out and then every day when I go out I'd have fun with it. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. That's like, always like my rifle like it just gets to the point where I'm just like shooting like fishing line from like No shit. To, yeah, just stuff like that, you know. Dude, I'd love to be able to pop fish in line at 60 yards. I, I like that. guns, I but the, with iron sights. The, I could get you to do that with iron sights. Think so? On the 22. Oh, on a 22? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Archery is just such more of an art to me. If you can shoot a 22 and pop fish in line at 60 yards, you could do the same with the 223 at like 200. What's well, a 223? Like uh, one little step AR round. It. Oh, AR. It's literally like a little missile, though. It's kind of like a two-two-three round. It's just not as stable. It starts to roll and stuff eventually. Dude, guns are another thing that I'm like. Like I, what did I say? I was like, I want a, I want a fifty-four caliber gun. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not a thing. You got a nice pistol though. Yeah, seriously, man. I gotta. I'll have to check it out. We could do. We could probably do a little work to it, but. True. Dude, I'd love to go to the range soon. Yeah. Go somewhere. The main range. The main range. Yeah. No, so no range coaches. The coach. sky. No, no, uh, no range coaches or nothing. No one to get fucking, you guys can't fire that fast. Dude, at Holbrook, there's, at Holbrook Gun Club, there's no pictures allowed. Really? Yep. And they enforce that, like, like really strongly. Why? I don't know. I was talking yeah. to some guy. Yeah, they went, uh, we went parasailing the other day, and, uh, they were like, yeah, you can't take, uh, can't take no phones. Liam's like, I brought my phone out and took all the photos last year. And they're like, yeah, we had someone fall off the boat with the phone in their hand. So our insurance company fixed it by saying there's no phones on the on the boat. And I'm just like, like, why the fuck would the guy even tell us that? Just like, yeah, there's no phones anymore. Sorry, man. You know, give like an oddly specific reason. We're just like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. And then we're driving out there and the lady who's driving the van's like, yeah, if you want photos, it's just like a one-time charge of 40 bucks, and then there's a fee for videos. And them parasailing on the Cape, they have literally have a four- or five-month window they can do it in. So why wouldn't they try and milk it for as much money? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I said I just, to my mom, I'm like, someone fell off the boat with the phone. Like, when the lady's out of the van, I'm like, and JFK got shot by Lee Harvey Oswald. You know? <laughs> like, I ain't going to believe that. Dude, just put your GoPro second. head strap on, like, around your waist and just unzip your fly. <laughs> They're like, get your crotch out of my face. <laughs> like, it's a candid photo. I'm trying to get the headshot. <laughs> Boom, headshot. Parasailing. Dude, I love how you said they like pull the friggin' wet parachute out of the bottom of the Yeah, boat. like, there's no semblance of, like, there's so many variables when you do shit like that, and they've just added so many more unnecessarily. Like, <laughs> instead of let's store this in a dry paraloft and inspect it, or even like a garage, like a dry garage, because it's not that big. It's not as big as a parachute. It's like, no, let's just throw it in a kit bag, get it soaking wet, and leave it underneath <laughs> the boat at night. Like, we left for the day, and this man did not take that shit out of there. Really? Yes. Dude, that shit's dangerous. Like, I went skydiving, dude. A couple weeks later, someone died there. They went through a barn roof. 
With the instructor. Yeah. yeah. A lot can go wrong parachuting. Some guy who's a fucking Delta Force Sergeant Major just died in a parachute incident. Really? 43 years old. That's what I'm saying. You go through all that and get murked in a parachute incident. That's sad. Even the leapfrogs when they were coming in in Boston like five years ago. It's the I don't know what leapfrogs are. It's like their professional parachute team. Gotcha. It seems so goddamn disorganized. There's a crowd, and then there's a landing spot, and obviously they got some crazy crosswinds in the city because of buildings. I think it was like parachuting into the Boston Commons. And one dude comes in with smoke grenades going off, taped to his feet, like spiraling <laughs> down to like make it look like a cool corkscrew with the smoke. And he's got smoke grenades. And then he just like yaws it into the crowd and like slides in on his ass and like starts taking people out like not one of them hit the mark i was like jesus christ <laughs> it just seems so outlandish just shotgun a beer and just like <laughs> dive back <or> yeah <laughs> seriously like they're like yeah we're professional military we're gonna get this on point like the guy could not even land on his feet because he has smoke grenades attached to he's round surfaces attached to the bottom of his feet like what the fuck <laughs> dude do you know what blew my mind back in the day when you talked about how to avoid a dog chasing you when you were like pee two different like spots pee in two different spots and then run between them yeah so that way the dog's gonna pick up one of them and run straight and just, just hustle them I was like, whoa, I never would have thought of that. I was like, I probably would have just peed in my pants <laughs> <laughs> and fell on the ground and fetal. Or even just having, like, a big rock. Just kill the dog. Yeah, Kill we, yourself. <laughs> we, were, we were up in New Hampshire, and uh, we parked in front of the house, and there's a house directly across, across from us, like, I don't know, there's, like, 40 feet between the two houses, and there's both tiny cabins in Conway. And, uh... As far as we know, there's no there's no neighbor, but they parked on the side of their house, so we couldn't see in the far side of their house. And we walk out to the van, and all of a sudden, boom, there's a dog, like... And my sister Maeve, who thinks she's, like, the ultimate dog master, is like, oh, he's in the play position. I'm looking at this thing dead in the eyes, and I'm, like, 15 yards away from it. And this thing ain't broke eye contact for, like, 15 seconds at this point. I'm like, oh, this dog's about this life. And then it... It's standing on all four legs straight across looking at me. And all of a sudden it bops down and gives a large bark and like drops its front two, uh, front two arms, legs, whatever you want to call them, drops its front two. By that time I've already got my knife out. I'm like, yeah, we know the game, dude. <laughs> like the second he popped, I already pulled my knife. I'm like, I'm going to kill these people's dog. But it was just at the end. Like, they must have set up an electronic collar when they got there. Because those are all rental cottages. But like I realized... I'm like, this thing, I took a, I took one step forward when I pulled my knife. I'm like, this thing cannot move, is what I realized. I'm like, yeah, it's got an electron. I couldn't see the electron collar, but I'm like, this thing can't move beyond whatever point. Yeah, they have those wireless ones where there's no wire under the ground. Yeah, that thing definitely wanted to, to fuck around, though. Dude, one time I was on a walk with Katie, and this fucking pit bull just comes out and just starts following us, like, right behind us. And I was just like, oh, excellent. Like, Katie's... Because Katie's not good with other dogs. So I was like, yeah. she's about to start some shit, and this dog's about to finish it. And so I just, like, picked up, like, a big fucking rock. And I'm just walking. I'm like, if shit happens, I'll just, like, take this thing out. Like, I don't want to kill this fucking random dog, but <laughs> if I have to, like, I will definitely kill this dog. Yeah, I always think about that. Like, the people get bit by... There's a lot of shark attacks in NC, but it's, like... I don't know. I think they're called spinner sharks or something. They mistake your the white of your hands and your feet for for like bait fish oh. when people move their hands around the water and uh they'll bite you but usually they like latch on and it takes them a second to realize it's not fit 
that ever happened to me, I'd, I just thought I'd just grab it by the gills and walk it on the shore and then smash his head with a big rock. That would be insane. Yeah. Dude, I see people like in videos, they're like, a shark, like a great white shark gets beached. They're like, put it back in the water, put it back in the water. I'm like, no, kill that thing with a big rock. Now. Exactly, yeah. dude. Like, why are you putting that literal killer back that in the water? That thing is in Plymouth. What the fuck does it need to be right, doing in dude? Plymouth? <laughs> dude, they're, they're moving up the shore. Yeah. I said that to my, my aunt probably four years ago. I was like, yeah, I would love to go, whatever the small beach is in New Hampshire. I'm like, yeah, I would, would love to go to that, you know? Like, just swim where I want. There's no... There's no worries about, like, sharks, great white shark there that week when she was there. I was like, this is ridiculous. Really? Yeah. Damn, dude. These fucking seals. Trolling, man. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was saying the other day when we were out on the boat. We go into, like, little sandbars where all the seals are chilling. They're like, yeah, the Marine Mammal Protection Act, they got put on an endangered species list a decade ago and have tripled since then. It's like, once... Once they get put on an endangered species list, there's going to be those people that don't want to ever see an animal die, and they'll fight tooth and nail for it to stay on there forever. Yep. And it's just not worth... They're going to make the fishermen look like the bad guys, and it's just not worth the trouble. But, like, Dude. was there ever endangered species lists before, you know? Like, look at the 1800s. Like, that was the last time I think there was a fatal shark attack in Massachusetts. Is that wow. what we flying to again? Damn. And I think about that when I was swimming at Marshfield Beach. Because we watched, uh, like, Deadliest Shark States and stuff, and they said, like, you have a, I think this was North Carolina, you have a 1 in 10,000 chance of getting attacked by a shark, which is super minuscule. But I'm like, swimming in a wetsuit, you know, 30 yards offshore while, while like, one of my parents kind of walks along yeah, the Yeah, those numbers shore. are not. So I I got, yeah, I'm like, that lady and her kids standing in the water splashing up a 1 in 10,000 percent chance, like, what is mine? You know, 1 in 4 now? Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So why, dude? Why do they make wetsuits black? I don't fucking know, man. They make them camouflage now too, which badass. Yeah, they're like, oh, I don't eat rednecks. <laughs> there's a lot of like, and there's colored ones too. Like a lot of the the dry suits are like the thickness of them will be red or orange, kind of like it's like a survival or coast yeah. guard one. I don't really know the rationale behind that one. I just got like what we use in the military is what I wanted. I wanted close to the thickness because I think it's an all-around good one like I can use it in the summer and not be dying heart when I ride up in the car in it and I can use it in the winter not freeze yep so that's the water gets cold also something you can I can run in I can move around in if I need to still so dude like the bay I guess it's crystal clear in the winter which bay the bay of Bengal oh, not even the bay right <laughs> the bay of Bengal <laughs> yeah um no this all right out here it's not a bay I don't know why I said that but like the ocean right out here yeah and dude, or the bay on the other side, like crystal clear. Like if we did, if we had a little zodiac and and scuba stuff, like we could see some shit. Yeah, I was thinking about that, like World's End and stuff. Yeah, like, that'd be a good place to do all that. Hell I'm yeah, sure there's not a lot of people that do. Dude, that I just saw recently saw that place. That's such a good spot. Yeah, yeah. You'd be bizarre how close it is to Nantasket until you look at it on Google Pedometer. Dude, it's so close. Yeah, I was like, whoa. I've literally thought I've never looked at the water, but whatever it is, like hull point or something swimming from that to there like i'd like to swim to some of the boston harbor islands dude you know i just remembered i talked to some marine biologist Mm -hmm. and i was like what do you think about the mmpa dude like the marine mammal protection and he was like all of a sudden he got all like silent and he he like looked around like looked over his shoulders and he's like you think i'm gay boy no i'm kidding he was like (laughs) (laughs) no he dude he was like if my coworkers ever heard me say this like they'd like 
like beat the shit out of me. Yeah, it's a, it's a cabal. He had all the answers. Yeah, and he was yeah, he's like he's like I don't think that he was I think we should regulate them, but like it'll it's not going to happen. Yeah. Exactly. I don't get why we wouldn't regulate them. The people who it'd be like imagine if there was 10,000 of your dog Katie, like you wouldn't want to <laughs> kill one of those, but like I'd understand it's a necessary evil and start, you know, choking them like I am legend or something. Because we have to value human life like higher than the seal's life. Talk about forget the seal's life. At what point is someone going to say, you know, three million people got to go, you know? <laughs> Elon Musk is like, we got to go to Mars, but at some point, like, the Earth is way too... Look at, like, what the estimate for the ideal population of the Earth is supposed to be. What is it? I don't know. It's like a million or something. It's a, a fucking million? small-ass number, dude. Whoa! Yeah. Never happen again. Well, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, I think it's like, there's some stone in Alabama or something, like one of those Freemasons or some shit like that paid for. It's called like the, maybe it's the Georgia Guidestone or something. The Blarney Stone? Yeah, and and you kiss it and it gives you the answers. (laughs) It gives you like guides in case of a natural disaster for repopulating the earth. And it pretty much says limit the human population to like a certain number. Wow. Yeah. Dude, but I don't, I, I would hope that like we would just incentivize not having kids. And play the long con instead of being like, alright, like, Kill three man, billion you know. of you off the top. Like, every third man. Like, imagine, like, you get some fucking state salary just for, like, sterilizing yourself. Yeah, dude, they used to sterilize, like, homeless people and black people up until, like, the 80s. Eugenics, dude. Yeah, bizarre. We gave, not, we gave Germany, like, we gave them those ideas. Like, that used to be a college, like, thing that you could... That could be something you could study in college. Like, how to create the superior race. And then we took all the German scientists after the war. Yep. We're like, yeah, you guys are useful, but... Dude, I guess he, like... One one German scientist used to, like, hang someone outside his... His, like, the, the worst worker. He'd hang them, like, every week or every day or some shit. Damn, I know that dude Mengele used to do some gnarly shit. Yeah, I think that's who I'm talking about. I heard it on Rogan podcast. With Kennedy? Yeah. Yeah. Tim Kennedy's pretty good, but at the same time, I think he's kind of like a highly functioning idiot, too. <laughs> Seriously. He's like, like, yeah, Hitler went to South America. Guaranteed. He's like, I'm a quiet professional. And then he's like, two seconds in, he's like, I'm a Special Forces Army Ranger sniper. <laughs> Thanks for letting the world know, man. You know, that's awesome. Dude, if I was going to do one thing, it's and it's probably because it's so over-romanticized, but it'd be a sniper. Dude, it's shitty. It's I'd say being a like, even doing reconnaissance, everyone's like spying on people's cool. Till you have to shit in a plastic bag and carry it around in your cargo pocket for a couple. <laughs> <of years. laughs> yeah, didn't think of that one. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, or you pee in your pants and stuff like that. Not fun. Why do you, oh so dogs can't? So you just you're just laying there, you ain't moving. Oh. You're just looking through something for, I don't know, whatever. You do four hour shifts, six hour shifts, and. Just have to stare one eye through like a monocular or scope or something. Mm. It's another thing I'd love to have a great pair of binoculars, but the things are optics. getting good glasses expensive. I was looking at it, I was like, ah, eh, it can't be too bad. It's like a thousand dollars. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, the ones I like, the Trigicon. I'd like to get either eight by forty twos or ten by forty twos because they've been making the same set of Trigicon binoculars for like ten years now, and. I just love the quality of their products, but even getting it off eBay, like, 
from like some retail optic outlet that's going out of business it's still like 680 bucks Ooh. yeah i would be comfortable spending like 250 i think the best bang for your buck if you're gonna get is is vortex optics because they vortex. i think they lifetime back all their products and no shit they, i need that optics are so do you have a vortex rangefinder maybe i don't honestly don't uh, know yeah the rangefinder's killer Dude, because last year, like, I'd be hunting and I'd see deer and I'd be like, how far is that thing? I'm like, I think it's like 900 of my penises away. 900 like, of your penises away. So it was like, what, 14 inches or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this is the easiest shot of my life. <laughs> like, I can, I can almost poke the deer with the arrow at full draw. Yeah, I think it's great to be able to envision yourself, like, how far is it? Is it a walk from there? It's like, mm. you know, like a 100-yard pace count or a 50 yard yeah yeah i want to dial in the 10 yards like i want to be shooting dimes over and over before i even go to 20. i think you needed i think your sight you need to be stronger at 20 20 yeah like mine isn't your starts marking at 20 mine starts marking at 20 yeah it's like i would i would love to be you just gotta look at the dynamics of whatever you're doing like uh it's a hundred it's a hundred yards zero beneficial is it nice down there yeah. awesome Windy. is a hundred yard zero beneficial for like a five five six style rifle like yeah if you're shooting some kind of like target shooting match and you're never going to shoot over 500 yards but if your typical engagement in like afghanistan is like two to six hundred yards like yeah you probably want a 200 yard combat zero maybe even a 300 so i don't know i just think your average engagement on a deer is probably going to be like 30 to 30. 50 yards. Dude, I wouldn't want to, I, I mean, I'm not going to say I wouldn't want to shoot a 50, but 30s. That's what I'm saying. When I get good with my bow, I will be shooting from the end of my driveway to the edge of the tree line or from my deck pretty far in the tree line. I'll be pushing it 60, 70 yards. Dude, we so can take out the high lines and shoot farther than that. Yeah, but then again, I didn't even want to lose an arrow yet. Like, yeah, that's feel like, that, man. If I'm in my yard, I'll find the fucking arrow. They're like eight bucks per. Yeah. Pain I thought ass. they were more expensive. Like, when I mathed it out, I was like, obviously I didn't pay for Reedy's to cut and install heads because I'm a shitty human being. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty probably math out to like 12 because I already had the, the uh, field tips and stuff. I don't know. It's not bad. You got nice arrows. Had. Until I started breaking them. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. only lost... I lost two arrows. Don't ask me how yours are 60 millimeters more in diameter, but still get, like, better. I, I think it's the draw you, length. I don't know if it's the draw length, or you have real sharp field, yeah, field points in mine. Are They're also probably heavier, man. Much and it's more conical. It's just like those heavier arrows pass through. Your arrows are longer than mine, too, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, you might just have a better weight. I'd like to... Like, I think the mechanicals, I can envision myself shooting a... Uh, like a turkey with, but I can't envision me shooting a deer with the red mechanicals. I have really? That came, came with the, I just don't know. I can't get a fixed fixed uh, arrowhead to do it. Fixed broadhead. Yeah, I need to get some broadheads, dude. Yeah. I still haven't named all my arrows. I haven't named any of my arrows. I got six arrows to name. I have not shot the red, white, and blue ones that I'd intend to hunt with. Good. Yeah, because it's pretty much they're within like half an inch length of the ones that I originally got and Reedy's didn't cut. So. 
Dude, that's why I'm glad I, I bought 12, split them, six practice, six for hunting. I think I have 18, or no, I had 18 arrows. I have 17 now. That's a lot of arrows. Yeah, I have 11 of the same, and then the six red, white, and blue ones. Dude, let's go to Reedy's and demand a baker's dozen of arrows. We should go to Reedy's and demand the dank cup. The da- I want, Dude, what is that? They didn't explain it. He just laughed about it. He's like, yeah, the dank cup. Yeah. Like, the guy, a statue of a guy, do, like, well, no, a trophy. Like, a guy shooting an arrow. That's what I said, like, I think it was my last Sergeant Major was like, or the one before my last Sergeant Major was like, yeah, we're going to start doing this PT with the units in the morning. He's like, what do you think we should do to, like, devise friendly competition? You all these dumb ideas. I'm like, go get a shitty WWE belt from, like, Toys R Us, <laughs> and whoever wins that day gets it. And it will just devise so much shit-talking. People will actually care and, like, try it you know, <laughs> like, at the workouts, you know? Yeah, absolutely, But if there's, dude. like, even that, it's just, like, it just builds fun camaraderie. He's just, like, coming up with all these dumb ideas, like, no, just be a good dude, you know? Yeah, just, dude, because it's like a meme. What is? Like, getting a WWE, yeah, a WWE yeah. belt. If you, if you makes walk, it fun, light, yeah, light and fun. Ah! Yeah. And you're holding it, you know? Like, yeah. Fuck you. Especially if you do workouts, like, one day it's like, yeah, who can do the heaviest power clean, or then other day it's some kind of, like, Metcon or some kind What's of run Metcon? or something, like, metabolic conditioning, where it's like, okay. you're doing, like, I don't know, box jumps, like, Sprints, gotcha. kettlebell swings, stuff like that, like some all kind of functional stuff because it's the military. But or even like combat-related stuff, like who can move a team through the woods the quickest, just stuff like that. It's like when you get the belt, you're gonna start shit talking other people because you actually put something into it, and then yeah, you know, you're probably not gonna have the belt too long, so it's all in jest. But that shit's gonna. What was some of his ideas? <sighs> He's like, oh, we can have everyone come up with the workout, and I'm like, yeah, we're just you know like make you run with a pack on until I beat you, you know? It's just, it's just ideas were just so dumb. And it was all just not, like, no one wants to wake up at 4 in the morning when we could do this at 6.30 or yeah. 7. And that was my last one. The, the, like, the last, it was, like, the last week or two I was in, I had to come up with the PT. I didn't have to come up with it, but I volunteered just because, like, we go and it's like, we're going to do tire flips and burpees and... We're going to maybe wrestle at the end, but everyone has to have a multi-piece. So I'm like, yeah, dude, I didn't bring one. I'm not wrestling then. You're, you're not going to let me wrestle. I'm like, both of us have don't have multi-pieces, so we're going to start wrestling from the kneeling. So that way, you know, there's not, like, someone going to get fucking yeah, jaw-jacked no, or something. And, uh, like, no, I can't let you do that. Sorry. I'm like, oh my God. I'm the safety officer of this for the day. Like, shut up, man. You know, like, we've understood that there's an inherent risk with us grappling without a mouthpiece and that's why we're going to start from the knees because we didn't bring mouthpieces but it's just like people just put no effort into it and I was like oh we're, I'll just like go out because I know there's like trails behind our buildings and I was like I'll just go like walk through with a machete one day and an axe and just kind of like clear the small brush so we can run through there like put water jugs to carry you know like have people do and like do buddy squats just make it like real shitty so you ruin a set of cam not ruin a set of camis but you gotta wash it like you're covered in some kind of like make a military mud run but I just went out there and like even the people I was doing it with weren't interested in like clearing it all the way and I got so many deer ticks I was like oh I'm sure dude yeah I'm like I'm done with this bullshit (laughs) yeah fuck that yeah so I just ended up and then the guy who was uh, the other dude who was planning it with me went on leave so I was like it's like two days before the shit's supposed to go and I ain't got some no type of plan. So I was like, oh, I'll just fucking uh, 
just we'll just we'll just run a little we ended up doing a little over two miles just because i couldn't find stations big enough to handle like a couple hundred people at a time so we went out and i think we did just over two miles but every time we stopped we either did 30 or 40 air squats but everyone had Ooh. to do everyone had to do them in unison was my thing not just because it's like not just because it's goofy military and retarded just because it increases the time under tension yeah and then i had the last the last person uh i had my red white and blue kettlebell would be here on the 10th i had one person carry it and then like the first set of squats i led it so like i had everyone called up and down at the same time but the last person through was like whoever was carrying the kettlebell put it down on the ground beside them and i was like let me get that i'll do the first set of squats with the kettlebell but at every time we stop someone has to do the squats with the kettlebell and it's just yeah well so would they pass it did they devise how to who yeah the i don't really care i didn't really care how they passed it like i didn't run a leg with it but i did the first set of squats with it yeah that's fair yeah dude that's sick that's what i'm saying you'd be a badass personal trainer Yeah, but I don't even stretch, so how am I going to tell someone else, you know, you get a muscle imbalance, you need to stretch when... Yeah, I feel that. But you don't have to, I don't know, I do. I feel that same thing where I'm like, I like my game has to be squeaky clean until I apply it to anybody else. But I don't think that's the truth, because like, you know so much more than most people already know, and like you know that you have a shortcoming, and you'll work on it, but... Yeah, but then I'm scared to commit myself to anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Just train people in the park train people in my basement that thing's coming along nicely train vets Liam should be getting a big set of dumbbells today oh is that kid finally he's finally got he's he's just flaky because he's like i don't know he's busy or he's lazy i don't really know it's liam's friend so like you said the chances of bria's friend coming to get her shirt or slim the chances <laughs> of, like i don't know if he thinks he's gonna have to help us like no i'll literally show up with a backpack on and put the Every fives day. to 20s all like so what is that 10 20 it's like 60 pounds about like i will show up and put the first set of dumbbells in the backpack and then farmers carry the rest out to the car and then me and liam will carry the rack out you know like it, it will be in and out in 15 minutes and it'll dude, be dude no now slow. we just need an incline bench and an easy curl bar and there's and we'll be aesthetic the, as fuck i'm getting an adjustable bench Woo. i think i'm gonna get an adjustable bench from this place in warwick rhode island just because it's so cheap on craigslist nice dude you literally have a a gym in your basement now yeah, and like I said, a bunch of my friends bringing back some gym equipment from NC for me. Nice, and yeah. some tiger sharks. We have a, I got dip bars, I got a giant tire. Dude, sharks are a real thing down there. <laughs> are those things protected? Like, you should have your buddy who catches them just rip a tooth out for you. That'd be pretty badass. I never thought of that. We got the saber tooth here, though, too. Yeah, Sean found a fucking... We don't know what it is, but it looks like a saber tooth. It probably a fish bone. It smells pretty fishy. Fish bone, maybe bird bone. I think it's a bird scapula, but I don't know. Kind of looks like cartilage. Yeah, it does not look like something that had any sort of load bearing properties of the bone. Like, look at the like, look at it actually. Like, there's too many like airy little spots in there. I don't think that's what human bones look no. like. No. I'll tell you some fucking bizarre shit. You go to this beach in Ireland. And uh, I think there was like some crazy shipwreck that killed like a couple hundred people and all their bodies just washed up on shore. And like the skeletons are like still there to this day. So really? Just, like go find. I don't know why people let us take them as kids, but like I'm pretty sure they were fucking human bones. And I just oh went through God. TSA with a bag of bones as like a 10 year old. <laughs> not, it did not get questioned, you know? Damn. Dude, let's go back. Let's get a, let's piece together a whole body. 
I, I didn't get a skull or nothing. It was like probably like a femur or some shit, you know? Like, this is so cool. And then they're like, a what it? Femur? That's a big one. Yeah, we have it somewhere at the house. Oh my god. Maybe not anymore. Is there any ghosts in the house since since introducing that? I'll tell you, it's a bit weird in that in that house because it's still empty and like not a lot of furniture in it, so like always yeah. travels. Yeah. Freaky deaky, man. Do you believe in ghosts? No, not really. I don't think no. so. No. Pre- no presents, no nothing like that. Like Christmas presents. Dude, some <laughs> of those stories on Discovery Channel are bizarre though. Like them ghost shows. Like, yeah, we opened a well and. My son started doing weird shit. Like, either your son's a weirdo or, you know, like, I don't really know. I think I love the show where uh, it's like a clip. People always used to play it on Vine where the dude's like, if there's a spirit there, say something like, hello, my name is Jeff. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, ah! The guy <sighs> starts screaming ridiculously. Like, <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. Bigfoot's real, though. Yeah, dude, the... My dad was watching a show where these guys, or not even watching a show, he just turned it on as a joke to fuck with me, because I used to like those shows when I was a little kid, like, people were like, yeah, there's a giant wolf in my backyard, and people show up with cameras to try and catch pictures of it. Monster Quest, it used to be on. Ma- I remember that. Yeah. This show is like a bunch of redneck guys, like, yeah, this fucking Bigfoot's been fucking with my cattle, and this dude <laughs> has an automatic shotgun, and he's like walking through the woods, I'm like, what in the fuck? Like, they're trying to kill this thing at this point, like... You've not captured any evidence, but you and your buddies, like, go get a load on, like, drive around Spotlight and trying to kill a giant ape. Yeah, like, never mind if he, like, Drew said it on, on the podcast, he was like, never the jury's still out on whether it exists or not, but, like, we're gonna kill it yeah. if it does. Yeah. That's the thing, though. If you were a dude who killed Bigfoot, you probably got Madge Tree cred and whatever fucking... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know how much money people would pay for, like, a high-quality video of Bigfoot? And the best, the best footage is of Patterson Gimlin, which is like this shakiest <laughs> fucking <laughs> Patterson Gimlin film. Yeah, and then you got what, like the Zapruder tapes, like all these famous fucking the people who shot JFK. You got the Zapruder footage, and then the fuck's 9/11. There's like a different angle where some guys like out and some I don't know, but it's just like always, it's just such goddamn poor quality. Right, <laughs> always, dude. Yeah. And it doesn't make, like, it doesn't make any sense now that we're getting higher and higher quality phones. Yeah, that's why I like when, like, you got weird, like, the Russian dash cam, when you got, like, some weird video of something fucking flying across, like, a snowy road. Like, dude, what, what, you know, what incentive would they have to, like, do that? That's just bizarre, you know? All the fucking meteors. Yeah, someone said, uh, I seen it the other day, someone was like, as camera quality improves, UFO footage, UFO sighting footage, or some shit as like that has drastically dropped. Wow! And then someone linked them a like university study proving them wrong instantly. No shit. Yeah. Damn. Like I guess it was, and it was like the fiend. They had like a couple, like one in Mexico where like you had like a couple hundred people filming the same thing from all different angles, and they were like able to triangulate it and estimate uh, the width and stuff of it. And Whoa. Then there was, like, the other one was the other one. The other one was good because there was a senator who demanded answers in Phoenix. The Phoenix Lights. He's like, I want to know what the fuck's over my city. No shit. Yeah. Damn. Dude, aliens. That shit's. Dude, what if aliens are just us in the future coming back to check on us? Yeah, that would be. They figured out time travel.
Did I just blow your mind? I don't know. I was just thinking. I remember reading this Reddit comment <laughs> where some guys like, I think they're like, "What's your crazy?" Is on R slash conspiracy. They just like, "What's your craziest theory?" And some guys like, "UFOs are actually USOs, unidentified submergible objects." And he's like, "They come from the ocean." This shit had like ten thousand upvotes. I'm like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" And everyone's like, "Yeah, there's a lot of UFOs that come from the water, or go in the water." I'm like, "That's insane." Atlantis, dude. Yeah, what if, you know, like, what if there was people living in the ocean or some weird shit? Some fucking dolphin monkey people? Dude, I really wanna... I really believe that humans and, and higher apes can, can, can interbreed. So you think you're talking about having sex with monkeys? Yep. Well, no, no like, apes. That would be a huge misstep in evolution. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta bring them up with us, man. Pretty sure that's how Ebola happened. Dude, I was talking to my... Anthrop- or AIDS. I was talking to my anthropology teacher, I was like... I was like, dude, we gotta try to teach the the apes language, and he's like, Brett, Brett. He's like, they're just gonna, we're, we'll, we we will just enslave them immediately. I was like, yeah, you're right. Dude, did you ever see Noam Chimsky? Noam Chimsky. Yeah, they they like, it's a it's like a documentary. They tried to raise this chimp with human children, because they thought like the human children, like because they're all of all like growing at the same time, like. The thing would like pick up language easier and all this, uh-huh. and the exact opposite happens, and the be- the kids just became like crazy animals and were like screaming and like climbing furniture with the chimp. Jesus. And then event, it's a sad story. Eventually, the thing they ended up putting it down, because like the family was like, okay, we can't have a chimp in the house anymore. Yeah, like feral kids. Like, <laughs> like you find some kid out in the woods who acts like a wolf. <laughs> yeah, they had they put down the kids and kept the chimp. Damn. Raised by wolves. I know Stalin tried to make like ape soldiers so they'd be like dumb strong. Really? Yeah. Could you Obviously. imagine a gorilla out there on the battlefield? Yeah. Maybe it would have been a scary thing to think about in World War Two, but I think Planet of the Apes is mad goofy. Like chimps with assault rifles. Like nah, dude. I just mur- I, like there's no sniper chimps. You don't see any yeah. chimps operating JDAMs. Like we would fuck those things up. Dude, the chimps take down helicopters. Like the chimp is not gonna take down an AC-130. It will just gunship you from a fucking a hundred thousand <laughs> feet up. <laughs> you know? Dude, the fucking the realest thing of that is the the donkeys, where they have the gorillas that just like carry all their shit for them. Like, come here, donkey, and like grab their shit. As a donkey passes. Oh no. Yeah, apparently there's like still a. There's still like slave people that are slaves in Africa and like Saudi really? Arabian places. Yeah. Damn. Wage cucks in America. <laughs> I don't even know if I believe that. I just think it's just so it's so whack. People put out like a bunch of criteria. Like I'd like you to have four to eighteen years of graphic design experience. But if I emailed them, they'd probably consider me for the job. Like. Yeah, I got no experience with this, but I think I could design some baller-ass sneakers. Let me know, fam. You know, like <laughs> that's, that's an outcry right there, dude. Come on, Nike. Yeah, dude, that's if you can prove that you can. Like, I feel like you got to look through the resume and be like, they just want someone who can do this, and that's how they think they'll get somebody who can do that. So if you can just prove that you can do that. Like, yeah, like in the military, like. There is not a job I think I couldn't do. Really? Yeah. Concubine? I think I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I got promoted so fast? 
break out the old knee pads. Oh my god! <laughs> Can't spell corporal without oral. I forget the, what the joke is for sergeant and staff, but can't spell sergeant without. Ant. Yeah, but it's like, what, what in the hell would the point of me, even fucking career progression, like, I'm doing a gunny's job, two ranks above what I was at the time, like. What is a gunny? He's, he's on the scale of like E1 or E0 to E9. He's at E7. Okay. Like. What the fuck would I do? You know, we have the same job. What the hell am I going to do for the next, you know, fucking eight years? Like, I'm already doing this guy's job. This is just going to be me living Groundhog Day over and over Yeah, again, dude, you know? seriously. Yeah. Like, it is a rigid... I feel like some people Especially need that rigid like structure. staff and SEALs that are just illiterate motherfuckers or have no, like, logical reasoning. Like, and I've fallen trapped to it a couple of times, too, where they'll, like, tell you to do something. I'm like, hey, we're going to do it this way. But if someone suggests something, I genuinely think about it for half a second. I'm like, oh no, we'll, we'll stack them that way. That makes more sense, you know? It's a little less work, and there's less chance of us having to repeat this process because it looks poor. Works smarter, not yeah. harder. Dude, is that? That's what I say all the time to people. I say that all the time. People will be like carrying some dumb shit because it doesn't fit right on a dolly, and I'll say it all the time. It's the best thing in the military instead of you carrying some dumb shit, especially if it's going in and out of buildings. Put it on a fucking rolly chair. The best rolly chairs are the ones that don't have arms. You just hold it and push it on the rolly chair. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's too heavy. I'm like, there's a 230-pound motherfucker that sits in this chair every day, you know? Like, <laughs> what do you mean it's too heavy? Dude. Like, that's how I moved my fucking heavy-ass safe. I can carry that thing pretty good now because I've carried it a lot. But, like, if I'm carrying the thing more than 100 yards, you can oh. two-person carry it because there's a handle on each side. Is what I would do if, you know, like, we're going to, like, a helicopter or something like that. But... If I'm moving it, like, between buildings or off a cargo truck or something, I'm going to move it on a rolly chair or a dolly. Some people need that, like, to go back a few. Some people need that um, rigid structure, though, of, like, I do X, Y, and Z, and I get promoted. Yeah. I think it's a great, great deal for, uh, especially people who are, like, 18, 19 years old and find themselves married and have a kid. Like, yeah. that is your only shot at getting a decent retirement unless you're going to go back to, you know. School your hometown in Oklahoma and get a get a job as a factory mechanic. job <laughs> yeah people okay. are happy doing that there's a lot of people that really don't like the Marine Corps really or the military yeah I don't I would and not it's because do well that there. 19 year old that 19 year old kid who has a wife and had to stay in the military because he has a wife doesn't like it and is going to make other people's lives miserable gotcha yeah hmm I would not do well in there I need I'm too much of a a why person like why, why are we doing this yeah <laughs> i need some goddamn answers i'm good Who's at, got the answers? i'm good at deducing how shit especially to see the patterns of how stuff works in the military i'm good at deducing why things came to be like especially when you'll be on your email and you'll read an email chain about like why we're going out to do some exercise or how like you're just like this is so stupid no this did not come from this did not get passed down from the general to you know battalion commanders to us like it did not come down this way and you'll read the email chain and it'll have gone through four people and each person interprets it a different way and you're reading how the first guy sent it to how it's been interpreted now you're like dude how did we get here like this is so fucking bizarre you know yeah guess the man did not tell us we have to be out here for two weeks he said do a two-day exercise you know like jesus christ dude all those like checks and balances in the way it's not even checks and balances it's just like 
one person sends us out like, hey, this would be a great opportunity for, like and has no idea what it is. This would like be a telephone. Great, yeah, it really is. This would be a great opportunity to get some people training. And it's intended for people that have never done the training. And they're like, oh, let's send our subject matter experts to it. And you all show <laughs> up. And uh, like, well, why are you here? Like, oh, our, uh, the, the, our unit's, uh, you know, S3 sent us. He's like, yeah, this is for, this is for like people to learn like the the like the very basic level of how to do combat lifesaver or something like I don't want people who are already combat lifesaver qualified to come to this and you're like yeah oh okay and he's like yeah we get a roster going around of what units all come and don't in every fucking unit because you look back at the email chain it's like hey this would be great introductory level training for anyone who hasn't been to CLS and then some sergeant majors like this is great for any for all uh, for all CLS trained people or even unit level corpsmen and then it, it's just they sent everyone who already knows how to do this shit. And the guy's like, yeah, we didn't want none of this. There's a roster going around for people who haven't done it before. And there's no one in the class. Oh, my that hasn't God. Done it. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, no one. You so know. do you go through the training or do you just no, like. No, I went, I went, I went call back to around. I'm like, yeah. dude. Like, and he's like, I'm going to call all the sergeant majors and be like, yo, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, yeah, well, those aren't majors, you know. Like, there ain't no sergeant majors that's fucking seen this one coming, you know. Because I'm not, like, I guarantee you my sergeant major did not read the rest of the emails, yeah. you know? like He read the last one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm the only person who read all four. Scroll down all the way and read all three, you know? I'm just like... And it happens so many times. Like, this is just so dumb. Dude, so what do you think about that thing that Jordan Peterson says where, like, if the mil- if you have an IQ of less than 83, the military... You can't get in the military. I don't really know what the whole IQ point scale is, but the military has their own one. It's like, if you... Especially, like you're saying, Marine Mammal Protection Act, like, the military's probably not going to change the way it does business. And I think that's going to be the death of the Marine Corps. think like, so. Especially, like, them just having so much trouble. Like, every time you hear about an aircraft crash, and it's, um, it's like a Marine one, like, one out of ten times, it's like a Navy or yeah. an Army mishap due to, you know, like, some kind of malfunction or something. But a lot of times it's, like, Marine Corps and it's pilot error or just poor maintenance. And it's just because the aircraft is so goddamn complicated, you can't teach a fucking 18-year-old kid how to, you know... Seriously, they need to maintain yeah. this part in six months. Oh, then, so that's where the Marsoc thing comes in, where they're taking all the skill. Oh, I would say they're just taking all the they're taking all the best and brightest minds out of the infantry because you have to have a you know like a very good score on the military's ASVAB and other tests after that. But it's just the infantry is based off like you're saying, kids who got you know like a thirty on an ASVAB or. You have the people who are like generally like, no, I'm really smart, but I'm not signing for anything other than infantry. And then they gotcha. go there and they only do four years because they're like, dude, I cannot hang around these. And they're like 24 years old. So they make a good case for, I've seen it just, Secretary Mattis, who's the Secretary of Defense, uh, they made a good, one of his uh, aides or something made a good case for having everyone who joins the infantry do four years in a different MOS. So just like JSOC or something, they bring a lot of real world experience to an infantry unit so they like know how to maintain vehicles or operate radios like a radio operator in the marine corps would like you're you're a dedicated radio operator and now you're and it would also raise the maturity level and combat efficiency of an infantry but it's not it's just not a sustainable model at the same time because people who do four years of nonsense bullshit in the marine corps are probably not going to want to go to an infantry unit after that yeah feel that man yeah because that, that, that's like a backtrack isn't it yeah in a way People don't like going back. I don't mind it. Like, you don't like prestige in modern warfare, but like I said, I don't care. Like, I, I genuinely enjoy 
training environment. So really, just because you're just so invested in just learning whatever you're doing, and you're in such a pass/fail environment, like, dude, I'm either I'm either gonna learn to use this system or I'm not. You know. Hmm. Some people don't do well on systems. I don't even mean just a system, like like a weapon system or gotcha. some kind of some biometrics to track people, like putting up some kind of surveillance system, just stuff like that. Like you're either gonna learn to use it in this environment or you're just gonna completely fail. And then it's awesome just to have that kind of high stress where it's like, you know, like maybe I'd goof around and wouldn't learn how to use it, but they've kind of cucked you into using it, you know? Yeah. It's awesome. Dude, you are like the perfect person for them to snag. Yeah, and it's they offered a bunch of shit to retain me too, and I'm like, I'm not doing this job. The only job I was interested in the military is no longer open to me. So. Yep. Lord Marsock. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, what are you gonna do? And that hurt because like a lot of people who got picked over me are not there anymore. Really? So, yeah. Damn. So I don't want to say there's there's flaws in it, but. So that's serious elite people. In the grand scheme of things, it's seriously elite people in the military and like to the average civilian, but in the world of special operations, I wouldn't say MARSOC is seriously elite. It's what a is new, seriously elite? It's a newcomer elite? to the game. Like, uh, I know it's cliche, but is the SEALs then seriously elite? Or are they too busy fucking parachuting in with smoke grenades? A lot of the special forces people think like, SEALs play too fast and loose with stuff, so yeah. they get kind of like a bad rap for that. But at the same time, it's just like, what mi- it, it just all depends on the mission set. Like, Marsoc has a, I like the way they're heading with it. Like, they took a lot of great things from each other special operations that was set up before them, but like, the PJs, probably the best combat. PJs? Yeah, pararescue jumpers. Okay. They're like the best, uh, kind of like, maybe, they're comparable, like you get 18 Deltas, which are Army Special Forces combat medics, and like PJs are like probably the best at that and 18 Deltas are probably the best at setting up field hospitals and helping with that stuff in like a special operations environment and then Marsoc's pretty good at all around stuff but they get stuck with like a lot of foreign internal defense but like you could send just about any Green Beret team in and they'll stand up a ragtag army and could take over a country in probably like a couple months you know just stuff like that no shit yeah the SEALs obviously have maritime missions down but then you hear like oh SEAL Team 6 all the time it's like Army, the Army's Delta is a much more proficient unit than SEAL Team 6 is. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, I feel like if I was going to go in the military, like, time has passed, but if I was, what I would have done was go in the Army and gun to be an Army engineer. To, like, build stuff? Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what would pull me. Being a combat engineer is pretty cool. Yeah. Because then you leave with, like, that real-world skill, too, of, like... Oh, word, I'm an engineer now. Yeah, I know how to use, like, heavy machinery. I can build an obstacle course, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. At the same time, a lot of those dudes are goofballs and just eyeball stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, dude. Like, this, you go to, you'll do one obstacle course, and it'll be, like, it's fucking, you have to jump, like, three feet above your fucking standing hand, you know, with your hand up in the air where you're standing, and you just touch the bar, and then other times it's, like, you jump like you put your hand up and it's like at your wrist or fucking mid forearm level and you're like what in is going on here you know <laughs> dude the army corps of engineers built most of the jetties on the cape yeah and i'd like to say that it's not like an active duty you hear that a lot about like infrastructure like we went to some dam in georgia where they like 
I guess it's awesome because there's great water clarity and you can like scuba dive like old houses. Like they literally flooded a village. No and stuff. shit. Yeah, it's on the border of Georgia and South Carolina, but. I just think the Army Corps of Engineers is like a lot of civilian, like they're already civilian engineers, and they do that in some kind of reserve mentality gotcha. and build stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. They might even use some of their own equipment and stuff, but... So it's probably not like you go in and then they train you to do that. I think you could do it either way, but I think like a lot of the ones like Cape Cod probably didn't get, that stuff probably didn't get built by an active duty yeah. component of the Army Corps of Engineers. It's probably like a bunch of reserve people that teamed up to do it. Or, Makes sense to me. Yeah. I wonder how much that shit actually stops erosion. I could, I think it probably does a pretty good job. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I can't imagine it's too complicated to build a jetty though. I don't know how you get the rocks there. Do you do you barge them in? Yeah, probably. Gotcha. The, the barge has a crane on it. Yeah. Okay, that's what I imagine. You just have to get, I think building like the foundation for it to sit on is probably the hardest part. Definitely. Yeah. Just dump silly putty. Because one rock kind of slides out and then it's just, it's just that weak Chain. spot and the water's going to, yeah. It's just like building a reef tank. 20 gallon reef tank long. 20 gallon reef tank long, man. Is that video still up? I don't know. You should re-upload it if it isn't. You think I should re-upload that? It's, puppy? A, it's a peek into your, your, uh, my past. Most basis nature. My dark past. Dude, I want my fish tank again, dude. It's like Beef Wellington in there. Oh. Just the, the bane of the fish tank. <laughs> Dude, he ate like two $40 fish. I, was I like, thought he just killed them and didn't eat them. I didn't know he ate them. No, he ate them. Uh, I was like, that's the most expensive dinner I've ever bought anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and will ever buy anybody. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You're a $20 fish. $20 crab. I want to get it rolling again, though. My uh, room is just B so fucking small. BJJ? Is that what you said? No, I want to get the. I want to do that uh, again, too, but the, the fish tank. It's just such a money sink, and like the the whole point of it is like that you just like yeah, it's mad responsibility too. Like even my plant, I'd like to be able to just leave the house for a fucking week if I want and not have to worry about nothing if I lock the window. You should get some succulent or something like that, like a mother's mother-in-law's tongue. I don't even know what the plant I have now is. My mom gave it to me. She's like, take care of it. Okay, you got it. <laughs> yeah, done. Fashion some slow watering device. That actually ain't a bad idea. Just like get a little little uh, clear tube and just like. I was just thinking like a big off. cup on a board and have the edge of the cup sit off and just make a small enough pinhole that gravity kind of drips the water Perfect. in there every fucking three minutes or something for fucking you know Years. forever. Yeah. <laughs> get a five gallon bucket. Yeah. We still got to devise a workout, my man. I don't even like working out anymore. You think we're done? I'm kidding. Do you want to just do yoga forever? I do need to do some yoga. I do need to do some stretching. My hips are definitely tight. My shoulders definitely tight. I got poor thoracic extension. Yeah, I feel that, man. Yeah. I just like lifting so much, so. Yeah. I like. I genuinely enjoy lifting. It's hard to like slow down and do the necessary boring stuff. Yeah. That's what Marcus Philly did. He took like a a big step back and just started doing slow tempo work and a lot of really yeah but I feel if like he already has that base he did he did have a great base but he just like took like I think six months or like a year step back and dude's stronger than ever now no shit he's definitely on some good milk or something you know? <laughs> real raccoon milk dude he's just got such an insane overhead game I'm like what is going on man that guy's crazy dude yeah I, I wanna I feel like if you put like, weight on while you're young, your frame, like, 
gets bigger for the rest of your life. Like, it'd be hard for someone to, like, slim down. Does that make any sense? It does, yeah. There's definitely people who just got all kinds of body types, too. Yeah, definitely, man. Like, I just have, I have a thin frame. Dude, I genuinely think it when I was like, was this shirt going to fit? Or what shirt? Oh, British friend shirt when we put it on. I was like, I do think I have broader shoulders than you, which is, but I'll tell you what's fucking bizarre. Maraid. I'll pull up a picture of it now. Has the same length legs as me. What? I'm like six inches taller than her. No way. Yes. She's got to be a Here's a picture of us at the beach. And look at her hip level. Wow. We've literally stood hip to hip and like the crest of our That's actually really crazy. Yeah. Bizarre. Dude, your family's so funny. That oh, dude, last night when that poor guy from Ontario was that last night? <laughs> yeah. That poor guy from Ontario got randomly added to your family's group chat. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm not interested in the or I'm sorry, I'd love to go to the party or some shit. Uh, can't make it though. Um, can you please remove me from the group chat? I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> and then everyone piles on. You will go. <laughs> bring some poutine. <laughs> Ontario, huh? You better bring some poutine to this party. Dude, I loved Canada. Montreal's fun. Never been. It's a fun one. Everything's. Still... You went with Drew and like slept in vans and stuff. Chris. Chris. Yep. Yeah, we slept in his car for a week. Together. Together. What was that like? One sleeping bag. Really? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. It was fun. It was it. It's funny. Like even at the end of the week, I was like, I just want somewhere stable to sleep. Like I don't want to be sleeping in Walmart parking lots anymore. Especially because it wasn't like if it was like it had a trailer, like a a bed in it, like a yeah. little airstream, it'd be different. But because we were just like moving boxes out of the that's car, that's why I like the FJ Cruiser a little over Tacoma because I can lay the back seats down and legit lay down in that thing. Yep. My car right now is the worst to sleep in. Oh. Because the seatbelts in the back are like in a very fixed position. Yep. Same with Rita. Yeah. So you cannot lay on those things unless you curl up in the fetal position in the middle. Then I'm pretty sure that shit will give you scoliosis. Dude, I would not. I could not sleep in your Camaro. You could. I'd seduce you pretty quick. <laughs> that thing drops some panties. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like Rita, man. Old tried and true. You blacked it out. You could probably look like an undercover smoke the windows. That would be cool. cool. I don't want to sink any money into that. Yeah, thing. I haven't. My cars are mostly stock. I've done a few kind of tiny little things. When too, things but. break, I fix them. Otherwise, I'm like, we're good. Yeah. Cool, man. We're at an hour 25 minutes. You want to cut it? Let's cut it. Okay. Dude, good podcast. Good podcast, Brady. Welcome to the Lally Show, motherfuckers. That's it. Peace.